Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're going to talk about players that after two weeks are trending up our like season-long rest of season ranks from where they started the year. These are guys that in two weeks have really made an impression on us. That maybe, I don't know, not necessarily we were down on before, but we're looking at now that, okay, these guys are pretty legit and we should have probably ranked them higher than we did. So we each have three guys. And at the end, we'll throw some honorable mentions out there as well. But we'll have three guys that we each think have really made an impression or like, okay, these, these are for real. These aren't just, you know, flash in the pan type things. These guys are the real deal. So here we go. We're going to go three to one. Jeff, who is your first player? Your number three on your list today. Um, my number three is me, Damian Harris. I was uh, somewhat of a fan going into the year, uh, but from everything that's transpired with the Patriots and the way they use them in week one and two, I absolutely love what this guy brings to the table. They obviously got rid of Cam Newton. They have Mac Jones now. They want to establish the run game. They're still using James White and quite a bit, but Mm -hmm. Damian Harris is getting the bulk of the carries on the ground. He has 23 attempts in week one, 16 in week two. He has a touchdown. Um, I think this guy is going to be a you know week to week contributor. I really, really like what they're doing with him. And even more so with the other running backs being so up and down and kind of spotty. Uh, I, I feel even more bolstered by you know his very solid production. I mm-hmm. think he's gonna be a really, really solid guy moving forward. So I, Damian Harris yeah. comes in number three for me. Uh, he's not on my list, but I'm hundred percent in agreement with that. And Part of our hesitation always was the split backfield, right? They're always using other guys. They trade away Sony Michelle right before the season. Ramondre Stevenson, we thought that was because of him, right? That he was looking good in preseason, and he was. Then in week, we've talked about a couple times. Week one, he fumbles the ball and gets blown up on a block attempt. And it was just it for him. He wasn't even active. It was a healthy scratch this past week. That was pretty quickly over. Um, because of that, Damian Harris is the only guy they trust right now. And you know, we talked about Damian Harris. This is like, this isn't a surprise to me in a way. I knew this was possible a couple of years ago when he came out of Alabama. We're like, why is Damian Harris not getting more love? And why is it all going to Josh Jacobs, right? Josh Jacobs had all the love, even though Harris played more, it felt like, than Jacobs. And Harris is finally getting to show that. So I'm I'm definitely 100% on board with this. He was a guy who was probably closer to 30th in the rankings before the season. And now he's definitely a top 20 guy all, you know, all day. And I like this one too because he's still not a name, and you're still no, he's saying, not. Yeah, you're gonna look at how they play, and you're gonna say like right now the numbers don't lie. Like twenty three and yep. sixteen is a lot, a lot of attempts. Yep. But you're gonna look at it and say, okay, well, what if Mac Jones gets better? They don't have, you know, what you know, what if he finally figures out who he wants to throw to? What you know, they're using White still. I think that Damian Harris is a guy that you can still trade for. So exactly, I like I, I like, I like that aspect as well. He's, a, he's easily, I think, a guy you can still go trade for. So go go for him. All right, my number three. I'm going to go with Rob Gronkowski because I didn't really think much of him, to be honest, coming into this season. It was one of those, eh, maybe throw Gronk. You know, he wasn't drafted in a lot of our leagues. I did not realize, I guess, the red zone target he would become. I mean, four touchdowns in two games. I can't think that's... That's that's for real, right? It seems like they're going for that touchdown record, that all-time touchdown record of you know Brady to Gronk. They're going to try to beat Peyton Manning and uh, Marvin Harrison, and they could do it. I think um, so. Nick, my brother, was talking before last week. He was saying, "Hey, he thinks this is what he, he brought this up to me." He's like, "I think they're going for this." He needed like fourteen touchdowns or something to do it this year, and 
He's like, I think they're going to go for it. And they're just going to do it. You know what? He might be right. You, I wouldn't put it past them, right? For, I mean, Brady's looking have, for Gronk. Like, yeah, four touchdowns in two weeks. I, yeah, they I might mean, be looking for this. They truly might be. And because of that, Gronk only had like, what, four, maybe four or five catches last week. That wasn't much. The yardage was still only like 40 yards. It doesn't matter. At tight end, especially if he is that that red zone target, red zone target, which why is he not going to be? He's going to be the red zone target. And they still have Evans. They have Godwin. They have Antonio Brown. No one can concentrate on Gronk yet. He still can't. So Gronk, I mean, he is. I don't know where yet this like where he'll be in my ranks this week, but he was a guy who was obviously he was outside of the top 10 and he's getting close to top five type. He's not going to probably break into that. But he's right outside of that like oh, main group. He's for, really, really close. For me, he's, he's right there. He's in the top five. Well, because to me, me, that would he'd, be he'd probably be like fifth. Because it, first it, of all, I have to see Kittle do something before well, I'm going to throw him up. Because the the two guys he could possibly go ahead would be Kittle and Andrews, right? Those are the ones. Because um, yeah. the guys who are, are sure things, obviously, it's Kelsey, it's Waller, it's Hawkinson. They are 100 percent locked in to those spots without a doubt. Then you go Kittle Andrews and it depends on how you want to do it. But then Gronk is right there. Yeah. I mean, and right he, now with, and I realize that this is very touchdown dependent, but mm-hmm. hey, I mean, they're going to throw a bunch of touchdowns. He's going he's, to get those touchdowns. Yeah, it's not going to stop. He has an opportunity to score a touchdown. Yeah. So I'm going to rank him. I'm going to rank him at number four mm-hmm. until Andrews and Kittle show me True. something. Yeah, so, I I'm, mean, maybe it won't finish that way, but he, we always knew that he right now he's kind of in the Island. He's going to be touchdown dependent. But uh, yep. until Kittle shows me that he can catch for, you know, he's going to be one of the main guys on that team and catch for 80 yards and I don't have to worry about it. Uh, yep. I'll, I'll go with the upside guy. Definitely. All right. Number two for you, Jeff, who are you going with? Number two is going to Mike Williams from the Chargers. And finally, 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 yep. finally, after years, uh, he was a top 10 pick. He's finally showing what he can do. Uh, he's a very, very big wide receiver. Herbert in there doing this thing. You have, you know, Keenan Allen. But the thing that I love the most, because we know that he's he's shined. Like, you were just like, wow, this guy's got talent. If he can stay healthy and, and if he can get his stuff together so he can be, uh, you know, a, a threat every single down, this guy could be really be something. And finally, he's showing it. Against Washington, he had 12 targets. He caught eight of them. Against Dallas, he had 10 targets, caught seven of them. He has a touchdown in each game. Mm-hmm. Do I expect that to continue, the touchdown production? No. But the fact that I believe that you can get 70 yards and you don't even have to have a very good game, then mm-hmm. I, I truly believe in him. And he's turned into a true uh, threat. I mean, you know, Keenan Allen, I would still consider kind of the number one option. But this guy is a very close number two. And until Eckler kind of – demands more of the catches I, I don't even think it will touch these guys but um i mean i don't see anything that can derail him besides for injury at this point so mike williams yeah. is that guy i truly believe that for the rest of the year he's going to be a very solid start and once again you can still trade for mike williams which i love so yeah he's again not on my list but 100 percent one of those honorable mention guys and i'm telling you if, if someone didn't know anything about the chargers didn't know anything about Keenan Allen, Mike Williams before this season. You watch those first two games, they'd come out of there saying Mike Williams is their top receiver, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's what he's looked like. And he just, he looks, I mean, that touchdown he scored, I he he looks like he's the real deal. He looks like that first round draft pick finally, right? It, what, in year five? Maybe it just <laughs> took him longer. But I mean, I say that in year five, but he, he was, you know, he's had, he's battled injuries. He's had all that, right? And it, Maybe he hasn't fully been healthy, but Man, he looks the part right now. He looks like that guy that they drafted 
you know, in, in the top 10. He 100% looks like that guy. Yeah, and and, you, can, you can go down the field to him as well, uh, which is not I mean, Keenan he, Allen's bag, really, right? It's not right, Eckler's yeah. bag. So, And usually they would throw in someone else, uh, like a Benjamin or something like that in years past, like, okay, now you stretch the field. Mike Williams can be that guy. I think he has real potential to put up numbers uh, this year. Yep, I, I'm, I love that pick. Yeah, Mike Williams finally showing something here. All right, I'm going to go with another receiver. I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett. So Tyler Lockett, to me, is always a guy that I feel like we kind of just overlook. It happens every year. I mean, and sometimes I guess it might be warranted a little bit. Like he's he wasn't as good, we think, as uh, as DK Metcalf, right? But this year hasn't shown that. Tyler Lockett has been amazing for two games. And it's just – he. I don't even know why we overlook him. Last year, 100 catches, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's been good. But we kept thinking, okay, DK Metcalf is that clear, just ridiculous receiver, right? He's the number one by far. But it's not playing out that way. The targets are about equal for these guys, though. That's not like saying Lockett's getting all the targets, but Lockett is making stuff happen with those. And Russell Wilson has all the trust in him. But 12 catches, but 278 yards in two games, three touchdowns, 23 yards per catch. You know that has to go down. Like, that can't sustain itself, right? But I love what I've seen at the beginning. Tyler Lockett has vaulted into my top 10 receivers as well. Who And he started the year, he was probably, what, around 20th-ish, in maybe around there. He, um, I think we just overlooked him too much. And it was one of those names that I just, I don't know, you get these names sometimes in fantasy where you're just not that excited, right? You're just not, eh. Tyler Lockett, I don't really care for Tyler Lockett. I don't want Tyler Lockett, right? I want one of these flashy names, maybe that's below him, but that was a mistake. Tyler Lockett's really good. So. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, right now he's the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Um, you know, I mean, this is the the hard part because you're absolutely true, and I wish I could say I knew it and I ranked him in my top 10 because he deserved <laughs> to be there, but I didn't because mm-hmm. I saw DK and I was like, yeah, he'll be good, and he's one of those guys yeah. that – yeah. If I if he ends up falling to me, great. But I'm not going to be that psyched about it. I don't know yeah. why. But in the mm-hmm. last three years, besides for this, he was the 11th, 15th, and 11th wide receiver. He's always been incredibly solid on the we just yeah knocking on the top 10. But he was never there. This could be the year that he finally finishes. Not only there, but he could finish in the top five if he continues mm-hmm. on with this tear. And to be fair, last year he probably could have as well. But they really slowed down that last quarter of the season. So hopefully they don't have that fall off, but Locke is playing off his mind. I couldn't agree with you more. All right. Number one, who you got? Number one, um, you were talking about who is currently number one. I'm going to talk about who's currently number two. Cooper Cup returns to form. He had a ridiculous year. Okay, my uh, number one as well. So we'll, okay. he's, <laughs> he has we a, yeah, he has a, had uh, mm-hmm. great years before. Um, with Stafford, the question was, is he going to have a rapport with Woods? Is he going to have a rapport with Cup? Is, like, what are they going to do? We knew that it was probably going to look good, but they've always had very solid years, so how much better? Cooper Cup has returned to a, a, a touchdown threat every single time. He, he looks better than Woods at the moment. Him and Stafford are on the same page, and he looks just full bore right out of the gate, and I can't imagine him slowing down. Um, unless once again, you know, some unforeseen thing. So Cup has just been incredibly um, wonderful to watch, and he has been incredibly impressive. And especially with the you know Henderson getting dinged up, I, I think that that throwing up passing offense will only continue to increase and try to figure out different ways to to get those guys open, which McVeigh is kind of a genius at. Um, Stafford can do anything he wants, so 
I don't think it will slow down. I think that they'll only get more creative. So I really, really like Cooper Cup, who currently has 16 catches for 271 yards and three touchdowns in two games. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been awesome. What was it? Twenty nine. I think twenty nineteen is the year he started off ridiculously fast too. Um, yes, twenty nineteen. He ended as the fourth best wide receiver. Okay, and then I believe yep. he got one of these years he got injured, um, and I don't know which one it was. But twenty twenty, he was he finished thirty fifth. So it, it definitely kind of threw cold yeah. water on everyone. So everyone kind of backed off. Right. Yeah, we backed off a little bit, but we've seen it before where he looked really good. I think he had ten touchdowns in twenty nineteen. Last year, only had three. So it really tailed off. Um, last year, but he's he's come out with Stafford. Stafford, like clearly, Cups Stafford's number one look. He, he's looking for every time he needs a big play, he looks for Cup. Robert Woods is involved. There's nothing against Robert Woods, but he's just not that guy compared to Cup right now. It's all Cooper Cup in this. I mean, it's I wish I again, I wish I saw this coming. I didn't see this coming. I had Robert Woods ranked ahead of Cooper Cup. I did. And, and now it's like two weeks later, and you're like, oh, how could it be such an idiot? How would I know? But I guess, how would you know? I mean, you saw Cooper Cup last year. And he was okay. He wasn't that great. You didn't know Stafford was going to come out and just throw the ball to Cooper Cup all the time. But, hey, that's what's happened. Notice that in two games, it's all Cooper Cup. And this is even um, not like, okay, Tyler Lockett's been even more more big play type, I would say. Cooper Cup's just, it's still, it's big plays, but it's just a lot. It's just everything's a lot. It's not a 23 yards per catch, which feels like it's hard to sustain that. That's not like he's getting 16.9 yards per catch, which is a really good number, but it's not as unsustainable as like Tyler Lockett's 23. So it's just been solid. He's getting a lot of targets, catches, yards, all of it. He's just, again, probably top 10 right now for you, for me going forward. Cooper Cup. So there we go. That's our number one. So if you have any honorable mentions you wanted to throw out there? Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions that haven't. Maybe they haven't proven themselves completely yet, but I think uh, Brandon Cooks is a good one. I really want Tyrod to come back. But yep. Brandon Cooks is a guy that – I mean, I'm not going to put him in my top ten, but he, he's been incredibly productive on a team that I really didn't have a whole lot of hope for. So he's been incredibly um, impressive to me as well. And I know it's very, very early, but um, Rondell Moore seems like he's going to be a name, whether that be I, – I, you know, it seems like he could be easily in the – like top 30 moving forward. I know that one's incredibly early, but the way Kyler is playing currently, I think there's so much room on that team that he seems like the guy that should be a name uh, moving forward. But once again, that one's a little more out there. I'll just go deeper just to say a guy that I've been, I mean, I guess I kind of just written off completely and maybe he's actually could be still relevant, not like highest level, but just relevant is Marquise Brown. I was just gone from Mar- Marquise Brown was just off my radar. I thought eh, it's just not happening with him. Right. And for through two games, six for 69 in a touchdown in week one, six for 113 in a touchdown in week two, six target. He caught all six targets in week one this past week. He had 10 targets. So it's, it's been better. I mean, that's not, you know, I'm not saying, Ooh, I'm going to jump him up. Like even my top 20, he's still maybe borderline top 30 type player, but He's actually, to me, I was just wasn't even thinking about Marquise Brown. And he's, you know, shown a little bit of something, right, for once. And I, I like to see that maybe there's a chance that he could still kind of, um, you know, start to break out a little bit. And so he's only 24 years old, right? 24 years old in year three. Yeah. We kind of, I think, might have wrote him off too early and not realized he could still possibly become a thing. So Marquise Brown, if we go further down the list, I've been, you know, he's at least put his name back on my radar. Yeah, nope. I, I like that one a lot. I think that was 
He has a lot of upside. I think the the question was always at what point is he going to get a, enough targets right. in a game yeah. that he's going to be a viable option game in game out. And it looks like yeah. this might be the year. So especially with all more. those injuries to the to the running backs, you're going to have to pass a little more. Part of that could be the running back injuries. So, but all right, that's the main one I have. I don't know if you have any more to throw out, or is it good? To, that's about all I have right now. Yeah, I mean, I could probably keep throwing on it. But those, I'm going to cap it right there. But next week, I think what we'll probably do next week is do our training down list after week three. Because next week, I'm not going to try to go too down on people yet. But after three weeks, yeah, I think we know some things. So uh, I'm, next- I, have a, I have a list of people. I'm just waiting one more week and I'm cut you off. Yeah, so yeah, next week is where if you, we have three weeks in a row of something. We'll be like, all right, you're officially now dead to us. But all right, so that'll do it for today's episode. Next episode be. Thursday night, we will go come talk about Carolina at Houston. I know, exciting, right? Actually, I'm kind of curious. I'm I'm interested to see how um, Carolina comes out, and they've been pretty good for two games. Are they for real here? Can um, Sam Darnold look good again? I don't expect much from Houston at all. I'm just kind of curious if Carolina still looks like they're actually playing well, and Sam Darnold can keep doing some stuff. But other than that, I don't have any expectations for Houston. So, I'd be pleasantly surprised if Brandon Cooks can make this a thing with Davis Mills out there. I don't expect much, but we'll see. If he can get it done with Davis Mills, he's going to be, you know, he he would have been a guy that really jumped up our list this week if we would have, but we got Tyrod. No Tyrod, it makes it a little more worrisome. I think Tyrod's on IR now, so. Damn, that guy can't catch a break, man. He really can't. And <laughs> he finally was looking that. good, too. I feel bad for the guy. He, he, he was, last like, year he was he looking gets, good against Chargers, yeah. too. And then they I mean, last year he got stabbed. Line. Yeah, the team doctor stabbed him. Like, I mean, I mean, he, uh. I mean the, before that, he like, I think it was the same thing. He lost his position to, you know, they Baker, just always do. Yeah, they just always think that, you know, yeah. the better thing is on the horizon. I don't know. I feel yeah. bad for him. I, I like him as a player. I always enjoyed watching him. I mean, back I, with I really uh, Buffalo, he actually looked pretty solid back then, back with Buffalo back in the, you know. He's never day. looked bad. That's why he keeps getting a No, he doesn't. He started. He keeps oh, I feel so bad and... for this guy. He oh, got hurt, I think, on his on a touchdown run. Man. Oh, also, just totally off uh, unrelated, I just saw a trailer. It's like the Kurt Warner story or something. They're making a movie about <laughs> like him. Yeah. Going from like bagging groceries, Grocery, to groceries NFL. to the NFL. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. And finally, he sold bagging his, uh, groceries his to the NFL. Race. Bagging groceries, like, arena league. Man. And he was in the arena league too. I don't know how that yeah. plays out. Greatest show on turf. Why not? Man, those were the days. Wish I was playing much fantasy back then. I mean, are you kidding? Me? I played Bruce a little bit. That was my Falk? lull of fantasy. Falk? Marshall Marshall Falk was just winning you leagues back then. Marshall, man, you were dominating if you had Falk. Or Ladanian Tomlinson. <laughs> I like how immediately I go to. I just think of like Nelly wearing, like, uh, like a Tory Holt jersey backwards. You know what I mean, like that's that goes back hey, Nelly, a long Nelly, way. Nelly has his got. Nelly has his own uh, McDonald's meal now. So, the, is that true? Go, go to go to McDonald's and ask for the Cornell Hayes Jr. and you'll get the, have, that's the Nelly meal. I have not. Is that Nelly's yeah. name? Yeah, I've never known that. That's yeah, hilarious, Cor- man. Cornell Hayes Jr. You go get you Cornell go Hayes go to McDonald's. You ask for the Cornell Hayes Jr. meal. It's, what a, is it's it? the Nelly meal. Um, what's the Cornell Hayes Jr.? Um, yeah. Let me find out. Let me look this, this up. We're giving this McDonald's is the difference a between people that have children and people that don't. <laughs> I have not <laughs> I been see, to McDonald's I see commercials. I see, I see commercials too. So the Cornell Hayes Jr. meal is a uh, wait. That doesn't make sense. Um, where'd it go? <laughs> uh, or maybe it's not McDonald's. Maybe it's a uh, Burger King. It's Burger King. Oh, Burger King. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it might be burger. And McDonald's has different meals. I think this is the Burger King meal. You know what, Nelly? I mean, it's not McDonald's, but it's still somewhat impressive. So he he couldn't get the McDonald's meal like like other people are doing, right? So he had to get the um the Burger King meal, and it is I got it right here. Where to it go? It's a Whopper, a small Sprite, and a small fry. Oh, it's nothing unusual. No, it's just a Whopper, a small what? Sprite, and a small fry. You just go ask for the Cornell Hayes Jr. and you get a Whopper, a small that Sprite, is, and a small fry. That is very disappointing. Right? It's not some special meal. Yeah, I guess it would be like, okay, a Whopper, but they're also going to throw like, I don't know, extra special special no, sauce I mean, and fries guess, on the burger or something. I don't know. Give me something. No. Uh, now like, you're uh, better than that. It comes it comes with like a Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Man, I, man, uh, God, his first album was so good. Anyway, I digress. But, all right. But there we go. We got a Burger King ad in there. So, all right. <laughs> That'll do it. Talk to you guys after Carolina Houston. Sponsor us. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.